listening to the Self-Renovators Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Cosmic Awareness, Stuart Smalley, and Reward Centers. Hi, I'm comedian and former psychotherapist, Taylor Glenn. And I'm comedian and enthusiastic self-help skeptic, Caroline Maybe. We're, We're the Self-Renovators! We're on a mission to find the self-improvement silver bullet. The quick fix to fix all fixes. By road testing whatever tips, tools, and tasks we can find. So you don't have to. Nothing's too bizarre, as long as it comes with big promises. And as little effort as possible. All right. Let's, Let's renovate. Hello, and welcome to the self-helpery. I'm Caroline Moby, and this is... Taylor Glenn. It's Taylor. Hello, Taylor. How are you Hello. Today? Oh, thanks for asking. That's really kind. I feel a little bit um, frazzled, to Do be honest. You? Frazzled with That's weird, because normally we both feel absolutely <laughs> clear-headed and <laughs> um, I know, that's a bad sign if I'm actually, like, I'm calling it. I'm yeah. frazzled. You um you look the opposite of frazzled. Thank you. Bedazzled. It's because I have Bedazzling. I have plans after this, so I'm Frazzling. very <laughs> You are making me frazzled because you're so hot. Oh, thank you. Beautiful eyes, beautiful hair. Oh. Every time I meet her, and I've met you a few times now, haven't I? That's true. You've got at least different colour hair. And it's yeah. she's like a rainbow. Yeah, I've gone into this like midlife crisis. Oh, this is what I do now, and it's a lot cheaper than tattoos, and it's less permanent. So I, um, yeah, I'm coloring my hair crazy colors. It's really good. Well, it's very good. And how are you? Well, I'm going through a deep uh, and unsettling change. What? <laughs> Are you going through the change? Oh, I hope, well, maybe. I hope not. That's what I thought you were alluding to. I, well, I wouldn't be doing... I mean, if I was going through the change... The change. I think I'd probably do a special podcast series. What would you call it? it? The change. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. I think you should do that. And I'll join you in a I couple of years. I could do... Like, you know, like, people do their... <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Um, people do Just their... Just brag that <laughs> two, two years on my side... <laughs> People have their, uh, you know, their columns about after they fell off a horse or yeah, coping with death. Yeah. I could do it with um, the menopause. Okay. It sounds Should uplifting. it ever happen? <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen to me, though. I think I'm immune You're going to beat it. I'm going to beat yeah. this thing. Caroline's battle with the menopause. I'm 84 and I'm still ovulating. My name's Caroline. I beat Actually, it. I'm ovulating really well at the moment. Oh, so, good. Yeah, in speeding up, in fact. Oh, wow. Is that good? I don't know. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. I have to do the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Those are ovum. But coming out one o- at a time. Ovum. Ovum. Ov- well, that's a, that's sing- a single. A I'm releasing a single. Ovum. Called ovum. Over. Well, what's a whole bunch? Over. over. A whole bunch of over. No one talks about them in the plural. Over and over again. <laughs> um, this is a great start. It is. Great. Because we're women. Let's talk about our ovaries. Let's. Self-awareness. I don't know if it's the menopause, but I feel like I've got PMT all the time. Oh, but me I, too. I think that's like... Oh. I think it's been going... Maybe it's just postpartum... Six yeah. years after giving birth, my hormones still haven't settled down. I do. I feel like 
I'm uh, I feel like I've got flu. Yeah. Like mild flu. Yeah. Like a mild fever that never develops into flu. Okay. I feel like I've got full facial um, recognition systems. <laughs> I've got, no, like a full facial I thought you were going to say facial hair, and I'm like, no, you don't. I'm a bit, no. I've got a na- nasal beard. Um, <laughs> I've got nasal, I've got hair gla- glasses made out of hair. I've got, I feel like the blood inside my face is poison. Oh. Is that normal? Is that the menopause? Yes. And, um... Every woman goes through that poison blood in her face face. <laughs> that sounds like a treatment they would, they would do to you yes. in a spa. Like, we're going to poison your facial blood and it's going to bring out your best features. It's really rosy. But I feel cheeks. sick. But it doesn't matter. You look amazing. You're radiant You will be sick. Poison. You'll puke up your guts and then you'll lose half a pound. Good. So well, sounds- I'm sorry you feel, um, changy. Change, change no, it's good. Change oh, okay. is good. Don't, change don't is feel good. change. Okay. Change, I think it's related to the task. Oh, well, I wondered. Mm. Is it, has it sort of messed you up a little bit? Yeah. Well, what was the task? The task was learning to love yourself. Learning to love yourself. So basically, I've been wanking for two weeks. <laughs> Self-revelation. No, that's not the case. We did some mirror. I have trouble with that word. Mirror. Americans say mirror. Mirror. Like a mirror like cat. A squirrel. So I've sort of changed it and I can say so mirror. Too. I've changed into mirror. a American. American. We had to do mirror affirmations, guys. Yes. What does this place? I the the um t- this is everywhere on the internet if you d- if you if you google mirrors. Um, but uh, I chose this, uh, let's reach success.com, the mirror technique, a beginner's guide to building self-confidence. The mirror technique may be the answer to all your problems. The <laughs> following guide will tell you why. If we could all have one quality that would get us ahead in every area of life, it would be confidence because that's what we need more of. And that's the tool that can help us kickstart every day and be a winner in life. Mm. Is it, are you a winner in life now? Um, I don't think I'll ever feel like a winner in life. Confidence no what is I the say ultimate success. In the mirror. Um, mirror. Mirror. Now, when you brought up mirror affirmations, there's one thing that jumped right into my head, and I don't even know if it was ever referenced here. Do you know who Stuart Smalley is? The no. character. Oh, my God. I'm going to show him mouse? to you. <laughs> That's Stuart Little. <laughs> That's awesome. So this is extra sad now. Stuart Smalley was a character created by Al Franken. Now, unfortunately, Al Franken is now best known for being um, a hashtag Me Too senator of Minnesota who has since resigned his post after um, incriminating photos emerged of him cupping a woman's breasts who was asleep. So that's what we know Al Franken for now. But he was on Saturday Night Night Live, and he was very funny, and he did this character called Stuart Smalley. And Stuart Smalley made fun of the entire affirmation movement, and yet it was a very reverent character in a way. And it was a feature film called Stuart 
Stewart saves his family. No. Which was not even as bad as it sounds. Like, it was actually a decent, because most SNL spinoff films are really bad. Right. But his famous thing, I mean, you can see, he looked in the mirror. You can see, listener. At the, I will post a picture. I will even post a video. Okay. Although, should we celebrate Al Franken now with the Me Too? It's very, it's conflicting, okay. and there's blogs written about this. He mm. would look in the mirror and say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. And that was his catchphrase. So I oh. just had to tell that little story okay. that as soon as you brought this up, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so like 90s SNL making fun enough, of self-help and I'm smart enough and, and doggone, doggone it. People like me See, that unless I sexually abuse someone yeah. and then I'll have to resign my post that I worked so hard at the for. time. You thought even, even if I sexually <laughs> assault people while they're sleeping, yeah. I could, they still like me. Because they're asleep. As long as I look in the mirror. Um, so, yeah, I was excited when you brought this up. Because I associate it with, I am a strong, tall, independent woman. Oh, that kind wow. of stuff. Yeah. I've definitely got the the overblown, ridiculous claims, which really chime in well with this. The bold Lucas, claims of this article. Very, very bold claims. It's saying, um, even if you don't have the right qualities for a job, you can... <laughs> <laughs> Tell the mirror that you do. You can see yourself successful before you actually are. And once you have this mindset, nothing can stop you. I love your game show voice. Talking to yourself in the mirror. Um, To use your subconscious mind to make you appear and feel more confident. In a matter of minutes, it's really overselling it. Like, a matter of minutes, you're going to, like, change your whole identity. And we were supposed to do it... First thing in the morning. Yes. And then last thing at night. So it's sort of like you wake up, you look in the mirror. You, you say set some the tone. Stuff. Say some hellish good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because supposedly your mind, first thing in the morning, your mind is most susceptible mm-hmm. in the first minutes upon opening your eyes. And if you engage it in this positive thinking, the affirmations you'll repeat in the mirror will take your consciousness to a deeper level, and you'll feel an instant self-esteem boost. This is why you shouldn't sleep with hypnotists. Because mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, they'll just convince you that it was great. Or <laughs> it's all lies. Bold lies. Self-renovators. Making a difference. One step at a time. It was quite good, though. Having said that it's going to change your life, it's the biggest thing you can do for yourself, and it's going to change you. Then it says, start small, as we do with every other new behaviour. Do it for a minute today, for the next few days, and then when you feel more comfortable, um, you can do it for a bit longer, five minutes and six. Five minutes is a long time to talk to yourself in the mirror. I will just put that out there. Because I did try to get up to that, and I just I started speaking more slowly. So that did you? Time, were you actually timing yourself? A little bit, not like ooh, I said it on my phone, but I sort of paid attention. Like, oh, I'm supposed to be building it up now. Yeah, and it's mostly for you, Caroline. When I try to follow the rules, it's just <laughs> for you. <laughs> well, I kind of found my own way through it. At the beginning, it is an uncomfortable thing to do. Yeah. Right. So I was standing in front of the mirror, cleaning my sink. You know, rearranging the toothbrushes. And then it's very difficult not to, like, um, pluck your eyebrows. <laughs> you know, you're noticing all these... This, you know, while I'm here... maintenance that needs to be carried out. Well, I feel like I'm stating the very obvious thing. But here we are, 
We're looking fabulous. <laughs> looking fabulous. The mirror is my place of critique. I don't even own a full-length mirror anymore. I decided when we moved into this flat, I wasn't going to get a full-length mirror because I would just evaluate wasn't what wasn't working. And so I just have a mirror that I like put my makeup in. And then when I need a full-length mirror, I step onto the edge of my bathtub and I look at my outfit. So I should probably just get a full-length mirror because that's dangerous. <clears throat> But I, a mirror to me is a negative thing. Yeah, yeah. So to I, try to turn it positive. Yes. I ask. It's been confronting. I think I... I just don't look in the mirror ever. I will even not check if I've got stuff in my teeth because the experience of looking in the mirror is so unpleasant. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not like I don't have, like, a proper phobia or, like, mm. allergy... Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, some people have a mirror by their door and they check themselves before they go out. I, yeah. I've, if I'm going to work, I put makeup on because I feel that it's required. Um, but I don't, I, I don't really understand makeup. Mm. And some people, so I've, I'm, I won't wear makeup during the day and I don't hide my face, but that's because I don't want to even look at it in the first place. To, to spend the time... What's the point of spending the time mm. polishing this turd? Oh, my you know goodness, I mean? that's terrible but, to say that about your face. Well, to hey, turd face. <laughs> but in order to not have to engage with how I feel about it, I just don't yeah, look. I, I so get I don't it. go around, like, blaming myself for having a turd face. Yeah. Or And you're not screaming at mirrors or anything no, in public, but you but just, I just avoid just don't that. engage because I feel yeah. like I'm not really part of the universe where... Uh, where you have to make where, yourself up every day. Yeah, and where we all exist. Yeah. I'm part of that universe. I'm not... Yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Mm. Like, I, I, I know women spend... I, but I do do... I do pluck my eyebrows... And I've got a lit. I've got the makeup. I know that I'm kind of. I think it's that does the job good enough. And some days, I when I put it on, I look quite nice. And other days, it's like that's not nice enough. But that's just how. That's the best it can be. So, mm. but um. So I definitely wouldn't look at myself in the morning. Horrible. No, especially like first insane. thing. Yeah. When you've just woken up. Yeah. You're like crumpled. Let alone say nice things to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. Do we need to do science? Let's do a little science because I think it's going to tie into what worked about this and what didn't. It turns out that they actually have done, they, I always just say they, scientists. The them. In, in recent years, I think it was in 2015... They did, yeah, 2015, they did a big brain um, imaging study. So they wanted to see what effect... Oh, because now you have to look at your brain in the mirror. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I wonder Sorry. what it does look like. Um, <laughs> Mine has a worms going through it that mess with me. We sound very stable on this episode. Um, <laughs> because affirmation has been around for ages. Like, it's, it's it's 60s, 70s, you know, gurus were telling people to do positive affirmations. Well, it's witchcraft, so, isn't it? Yeah. It's spell work. 
Yeah, so they thought, let's actually look and see if there's an impact on the brain. Lo and behold, <laughs> the sad part about this is there are people there in the MRI machine trying to do <laughs> positive affirmations. Oh but if anything, I think that shows that it really does have an impact because if you've ever had an MRI, it is a panic-inducing little experience. So if your brain actually managed to light up in the front and go like, positive, reward center, it really does help. Um, but the main takeaway from this is that it really depends on the kind of affirmation you're doing. Oh. And they found that the kind of affirmations that I always associate with looking in the mirror, more, more what you were talking about, um, saying the things that you think you should be like, I'm an amazing, uh, whatever <laughs> I'm trying to think. Ice like, skater. I'm an amazing comedian, or I'm gonna. You know what I mean? Like these, I'm the prime minister of Swaziland. <laughs> yeah, these big expectations yeah. can backfire and make us feel much worse. Because yeah. if your self-esteem is oh such, you will immediately argue with it and come up with objections. So you'll go. Again, I can't think of the right example, but like I'm a great I've mother. I've been to Swaziland. <laughs> let alone been a leader. Yeah, um, like, I'm a great mother. Like, I'll immediately go, oh, yeah. oh, but what about that time that you yelled at your daughter? And how about that time that you ignored her because you were too tired? Like, I will immediately come up with these objections. The kind of affirmations that have the best effect on the brain, and they do go to the reward center, which is interesting. I want to go to the reward center. I want to live in the what reward What are the opening center. times? <laughs> Mine's like 1.30 to 2 p.m. Okay, lunchtime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Time. Like, What's the correlation? And I'm stuffing my, my face. Gaspaccio and it's now time for cake. <laughs> oh, no. Reward center is just food for me. The best kind of affirmations, which I have to say weren't the ones that I tended to do in this task, are when you identify your greatest values and you kind <sighs> of nurture those. Oh, my God. This is my... Does this resonate? Yeah, I'm re- I am. It did with me resonating too. Resonating so hard right now. That's so cool. The chair is rattling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this idea that there are bad affirmations or less effective ones that can backfire immediately. I went, oh yeah, okay, I had a lot of those. But then if I started focusing on like, you know what? You have everything you need in this life. You're lucky and you have a great family and you have love and you have friendship. It's kind of like the breathing. When we did the breathing workshop and you had to say like, what I really want is, what I really want is. Yeah, yeah. When you first start to say the things you want, they can be kind of superficial. And this sort of proves the same thing. Yeah. Who knew if you You go to a deeper plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. planes. But I thought that was cool that it lights up the reward center of the brain and they think that suggests that it's a pleasurable activity to just remind yourself of what you have and what you value and it becomes an automatic defense against those negative yeah. thoughts that you have but not necessarily um, saying the opposite of those negative things. Like if you say I'm a failure, it, it's better to say, no, actually I have all these things rather than say, no, I'm a success. I am an amazing person. Cause you won't yeah. believe that the way that you'll believe yeah. the value stuff. So yeah. And then if you're saying, telling yourself lies while you're looking in the mirror, then you're going to associate your face with deceit. And you're never gonna well, that want to be alone in a room with yourself. That yeah, who's that liar? That reminds me of 
Oh man, this really sums up my brain. This was so long ago because I had just moved to New York and I was in one of the department stores for the first time. I think it was Bloomingdale's because there are like floor to ceiling mirrors everywhere where there used to be. I know. Imagine all the affirmations everybody's doing in there. And I was walking towards this woman and she just wasn't getting out of the way. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to bat. Yes. She sounds like a bitch. This happened. Yeah, I'm like, who is this person that's not getting out of my way? I thought she looked all right. You know, the nice twist in the story. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, I was like 22. So I was like, oh my gosh. She's so much younger than me. (laughs) (laughs) Did she sleep with my boyfriend? So, yeah, I didn't recognize myself in the mirror, and I walked, and I was like, right, all right, you want to play chicken? You want to play chicken? And I I walked oh, into oh my myself. That's so funny. And I don't know if... You don't know who you are, Taylor. Yeah, I don't know if that's the worst part, or that it took me all the way to smashing into the glass to not clock <laughs> Like, I don't know what I look like, and also I don't understand how mirrors work. Yeah. And I had something similar as well. Um... Mm. But the opposite. You ran away from yourself in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that turd? Stop running away from me while I'm running away from you. Um, No, I was at the bar. Some bars have got a mirror behind the bottles, right? Yeah. And I saw my reflection in the mirror while I was standing there, and I thought, oh, I look quite nice. And then my reflection walked away, and it was... (gasps) Oh, my God! It's great! It's really great. Looking second did you feel like your soul had walked yeah, out of your I think body that's when i really started to fall to pieces <laughs> oh i really like that I really and like i once that. saw a picture of myself crying on the front of a uh, swedish newspaper when they're oh some scandinavian country okay did a did a, a leader get assassinated or died, and they had two people crying, and it, I kept it on my fridge for years. <laughs> I saw myself um, get on stage and lick Iggy Pop once. Were you on but acid? That and it really was me. you. It wasn't Someone you. Who looked exactly like me. Why wow, you have a lot of doppels? Yeah. And I keep running into them everywhere. I never see anyone who looks like you. But for the record, I think that you're beautiful. So, if I can be your mirror. Hi, Caroline. I'll be your mirror. <laughs> Temporary self-awareness. So the science resonated with you. It resonated with me. The kind of affirmation Yeah, matters. but we didn't... Did you just read this? You, uh, you read the science at the end, right? Not before you started. No, it. I only read it today. Yeah. That's how we rock. Rock. <laughs> Do you know what? Rocked. I kind of feel like if I read the science before we did it, I might influence. Yeah. I have so many, like... You might, you might do the task properly. I might do the task. <laughs> and I might nail it. would be the point of that? <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think I discovered that mm-hmm. by myself through my own little scientific experiments. Nice. Um, but I do feel like I'm kind of mid-process with this. Okay. So I feel like it started having this effect on me. You talked about deepening planes. All my notes are about awareness and almost deepening awareness of the nature of awareness itself. Whoa. Like crazy cosmic zen stuff. Wow. Going on alongside my normal judgmental hateful grumpiness. Yeah. Well... Um, (laughs) 
so there's that nice <laughs> Uncle uh, Grump is always there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I sort of feel like you know when you I feel like I'm maybe undergoing structural changes on an atomic level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna nod. But yeah, 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 yeah. So in a way, you know, if you try and tie, do a big big spring clean and you take everything out of the cupboard and, mm-hmm. and then you you throw some of it away and you reorganize it mm-hmm. but very often you'll just get distracted in the middle and then when you come back all the stuff is all around the floor and yep. it's not tidy you've just stirred your shit up so i'm in that yep. first yeah okay I'm a shit stirrer you're in the shit stirring so phase i slightly feel like trying to express what is actually happening is difficult. I feel like, it, mm. you know, it's like waking a sleepwalker. Could be dangerous. Whoa. And uh, or like almost, you know, interrupting someone in the middle of a clown course. <laughs> <laughs> when they've taken themselves to pieces. And Never in the do that. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Okay, like, whoa, so, you're in the breakdown phase. Okay. Um, but I'm very happy to explore it, but I... Yeah, I feel like... I get what you're saying. I feel like I exist on many planes. Whoa! And, um... What is in your mirror? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is it. I guess I just haven't stood in front of the mirror and looked at myself with gentle, kind eyes. Maybe ever. Wow. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you pity. I just... It it's not pity. I just think it's really fascinating that this had such an impact. My, um conversation with myself yeah so all so all my criticisms are going on inside my head normally yeah. without but when i'm there it's actually harder to stand in the mirror and look at yourself and go you're worthless in a way what's well, to talk about like the very first time you did it like how how did it feel to do it the first time and like what came out of your mouth and what were you thinking and like i want to hear okay so the first time i did it it was in the morning and I was thinking about this your mind is at its most impressionable first thing in the morning right right and so I'm there while Babes is doing his revolting phlegm show and he's like <laughs> I can't remember what episode that came out like, <laughs> like just getting I don't know where how what happens in the night <laughs> that all this crap gets inflamed inside his face so you've got so a very like, zen sound yeah. in the background yeah and it, and he's swearing at like there's no fucking clean clothes in this house Some somehow his clothes seem to get um, something happens to them in the washing machine that doesn't happen to my clothes but they get stains on them Oh, I don't know how this happens, but so he and he only finds out just when he's about to put them on, and then it's right. all shouting. Right. So, so, so with all this in the background, you're trying to go, "Hey, Caroline." It's absolutely impossible, <laughs> but it kind of already it kind of gave me this awareness. Okay, this is not ideal. Maybe there's steps we can take to mm. make it better, in a and not in a kind of judging way, not not really, not you know, like. It's sort of funny how ridiculous it is and all the mm. shouting and everything. So there's that. That so. But it made you literally reflect on your morning. Like, yeah. wow, we're waking up like I'm this. Reflecting. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, there was a lot of yeah, like polishing the taps and and just kind of like, <laughs> sort of yeah, doing great. <laughs> I did record. Half-assed affirmation. <laughs> Fine, you know, you're right. <laughs> Wait, 
so we so we'd come off the back of a singing your fears task where we recorded yeah and and we both recorded the first couple we did but it didn't feel appropriate it was too personal it's too earnest it's not a performance it had to not be a performance yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't like to share mine no um but also it just wasn't an accurate i was holding back because i was immediately thinking oh um someone will listen to this and I just felt so vulnerable I felt so vulnerable so yeah we scrapped that it's it's really difficult it's really difficult to do it is um there's a lot of mumbling a lot of mumbling was there did you prefer doing it in the morning or in the evening when you got into the swing of it well I basically couldn't do it in the morning when they were in the house because all of this Oh, I did do it one morning. Like, literally not recognising myself. Like, it's like looking at some... You know when you see your mum, but she's not wearing her glasses, and you're just like, that's... Yeah. You know, when you're a kid. Yeah. Or... I mean, again, I remind you that I literally ran into myself, so yeah, yeah, I can relate. (laughs) But it's like, I felt like, look, it's like, I guess it's me, but... And then in the morning when you're tired and puffy, and it's like, that is an anagram of me surely or some weird yes uh hall of mirrors kind of thing oh my god yeah but i so so get this i'm there and i'm trying to be gentle going you're doing great and you know like you're doing great like you'd say to somebody who's just been run over and they're obviously (laughs) bleeding to death and you're like hang in there Do you know what I mean? Uh, It's not that bad, buddy. I've been shot. It's not that bad. Don't close your eyes. (laughs) You're doing so well. I'm keep saying things like, your hard work is beginning to pay off. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of stuff done yesterday. Today you're going to really embrace your task. Yeah, yeah. Then then the dog starts barking and (laughs) babes is like, shut the fuck up. And it's just like, this is not possible. You know, you guys should run a yoga center <laughs> from your house. Morning yoga with babes. Self-renovators. I so relate to what you just said, though. Of is that me? Because there's you're making your brain look at yourself in a way that you never do. I don't know how else to yeah. put it. I'm not here to put on lipstick. I'm not here to pluck my eyebrows. Because then you zone in. You zone in on a person. I want to go on stage and open. <laughs> I'm not here to put on lipstick. <laughs> That's right, this is feminist comedy. <laughs> I'm not here to put on lipstick anymore. I'm looking at my whole face. Uh, yeah. It's trippy. And you don't... I mean, ever... and when I've been on drugs, yeah. I've stared at myself in the mirror. I think that's the only time I've looked at myself the way I looked at myself for this. Like, Right. It's like, if you've ever done mushrooms, that's what I found fascinating. Very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. and it, it like allowed me to stare at my face. Right. Yeah, because I say I never look in the mirror, but then I have evidence of having looked in the mirror which is these crazy self-portraits that I've Mm -hmm. done as a teenager and my mum has suddenly put up all around her house (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know what she's trying to say but um (laughs) but I remember when I used to do that it was basically the reason I would do it is because I wanted to learn to paint a face but I didn't who's gonna sit for you who's gonna sit still right but it did create the impression that I was very vain but I don't think I was any more than anyone else you know I wasn't pleased with how I looked but it's weird now because sometimes now when I'm doing this task I look in the mirror and I see the shape of my face it's the same face as that 
as I was when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like time traveling. I can see that person. Yeah. Like, we, I know I'm the same person. I, I know that, but it feels non linear. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I can be there and here and my future even more crumpled self. Aww. All at the same That's time. That's kind of beautiful, even though there's... Well, that's there's the only there. beautiful thing I'm seeing in that mirror, Taylor. Um, but so I feel a bit kind of Kurt vonnegut like... Mm. Then the kind of panic disappears because... Hmm. Everything is just as it should be. Yeah. Or it's just as it is. Yeah. So... Why freak out? Mm-hmm. It's funny, the self-consciousness, like talking about drawing portraits of your face and then the discomfort of doing it when we're in this era of, of selfies. Mm. But then again, selfies are so false because everything's... You're controlling. Filtering. Yeah, you're yeah. filtering. You're controlling the angle. I mean, I've never taken a selfie. Have I? Have you never taken a selfie? Oh, I try to avoid it. <laughs> but yeah, there's like the outtakes yeah. really. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very big. <laughs> Mirror outtakes. But you know how you have, like, having said everything that I've said critical, I, during this time, I've walked past a mirror and caught a glimpse of myself and approved, you know, been pleased and think, oh, I look really good today. Oh, okay. But I don't know what, why sometimes mm. that is and other times it's like, oh, my God, you're a horse. Mm. Um, but it's this coming to, coming to yourself yeah. with a ki- from a kind place mm-hmm. and n- not judging and... and w- and going to the mirror, not not to be looking at the surface, but to be communicating. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of... It's wacky. It's it's so simple, but it's so intense and strange and different from how we normally behave. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I get it. It also gave me ideas, I think. So I began to have this feeling that I'm getting greater awareness of, about myself and mm-hmm. about others and and it and I seem to be coming up with ideas about how to deal with stuff or or realizing what stuff needs to be dealt with okay and one of the things that um, was coming up a bit was um you know on Facebook when people are sort of delivering their little Oscar speeches about their achievements yeah <laughs> <laughs> and sort of, oh, I've given, I've finally all my hard work has paid off, mm-hmm. and and the implication is that they deserve it. Uh, anyway, and then by implication, you don't deserve it because yeah, you haven't achieved it, right? Anyway, mm. so that triggers all this stuff in me. Yeah. Um, but I suddenly felt like, why don't I instead of letting that um ruffle me i thought why don't i just visualize myself ha- uh delivering that speech after or or in my own way that might hopefully be less obnoxious um, <laughs> yeah but picture myself doing the thing that they've achieved mm-hmm. so i just want to be careful i don't really want to say the things that they've achieved because then they may be identifiers identifiers <laughs> yeah i understand but I, I am the president of Swaziland. <laughs> um, and then suddenly it's like, you know, there's a, there isn't, there is the possibility of abundance in the universe. The fact that someone else is the president of Swaziland doesn't mean that I can't also be, 
the president. No, this we'll check the laws. We'll check the laws. It doesn't necessarily work. But um, no, I know what you're saying. It, the, it doesn't. It's not a mark against you. Yeah, because but, somebody uh, yeah. else has something, and I can revel in their achievement, and I can f- even if I can feel like I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that woman you saw in the mirror who got up and walked away you can be her <laughs> but I saw I was there maybe she's head of a mid-sized conglomerate you can be that <laughs> I was in yoga uh, and there's mirrors there on both sides and so you're like seeing yourself in from different angles in weird different positions and it's yeah, true, like, yeah. some are more flattering than others yes so it's anyway but it's not about judging so that's not the problem but it's kind of nice when you're in yoga and you think oh my hair looks nice Mm. or oh not as poorly as I thought but I was actually uh visualizing myself on live at the Apollo while doing the downward dog (laughs) which (laughs) normally seem to be at odds with one another but it felt like yeah, this completely makes sense. Why not? So it, it was like, I felt like I was unlocking that thing where you dare to dream almost. Like, mm-hmm. I, I found it hard in the past to give myself permission to articulate things that I want because I think mm-hmm. it's presumptuous or, and, mm. or that I don't deserve them. Yeah, the deserving thing was a real, like, ding, ding when you said that that's that's what my brain does ding ding that seems to that's be that's also a... your ovary sound as well isn't it yeah yeah no that's more pew pew because <laughs> the deserving thing came up for me too I think that's very interesting hashtag me too hashtag deserving off the cuff diagnosis I well for a start I tried to record it at first as well and it was because we were off the back of like hey I'll record me singing my fears that's fine um and it was just, it was impossible. Like, as soon as I hit the button and then looked in the mirror, because that thing sort of happened that you described, and I'm like, oh, I'm addressing myself, and there I am, and it just felt very weird. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever done it. It's so simple. I thought it was going to be, I thought this was going to be a breeze. I really yeah. did. And then as soon as I faced myself and I thought of the prospect of, like, God, what if somebody heard me doing this? It was excruciating. <laughs> so... I just stopped that one and I didn't even try to start again. And then, um, one thing I really found is that it felt very forced to, and this is what sort of comes back to the science. It felt very forced to say like, you're going to do great at anything that was career related felt really forced and really awkward. And I was just fighting it every step of the way. And I just think it's such a touchy area for me. To say, like, you're going to be successful, just keep doing what you're doing. Because then I immediately go, like, well, you don't know that. I think it happened. But the moment I turned it to the values thing and sort of Mm. went to, like, well, what really matters to you? And what's important to you? And what have you got? And just reinforcing that, like, everything's okay as it is. Yeah. The one time I cried doing this, um, and this has come up in other Uh, tasks that we've done is when I said to myself whatever happens that's good you know don't worry about whether you deserve it or not and I kind of removed the deserving thing I didn't say you deserve it because then I get into the same mind fuck that you just described like but then if something bad happens do I deserve that too like this weird like karmic ball of confusion so I just said don't worry about whether you deserve it um 
And that made me feel kind of weepy. And then I got really weepy when I said, you're good enough. Like everything you're doing right now, you're good enough. You're a good enough mother. You're a good enough um, partner. You're a good enough friend. You're a good enough comedian. You're a good enough writer. You know, I went through all those things. Um, and for some reason, I guess because it resonates more. If I say like, you're the best at this. I know I'm just saying, I don't believe it. And I shouldn't believe it. Like, that's not where I want to get to. I don't want to believe I'm the best at anything really. And that's the illusion. It's like, uh, fuck. Or (laughs) d'oeuvres. Thank you so much. I might be the best at um, that. That at dip. food. What's that? What's spinach that and artichoke yeah. dip. I do the make best the dip. best spinach and artichoke dip, and there's no one arguing in my head with me because I've had a lot of different varieties, yeah. and I nail that. So yeah, bringing it to kind of a, a Stuart Smalley, <laughs> gentle, realistic level. Um, I guess because it brought up that emotion, I knew it was doing something, and I felt really vulnerable, and it was, like, embarrassing. I'm like, God, mm. if anyone can see me talking in the mirror and getting weepy about oh. this. Um, but that's been such a theme for me. It's like, you're you're good enough, and that's enough. And just sit with that. That's fine. And you don't have to... It's not a race. You're not racing against anybody else. Um you're not competing, you know, this is your life, you're in your body, you're in your crazy brain, just do the best you can with it. Um, The hardest one I did was the last one, which was last night, Um, and I'd had a gig that had gone really badly, and the funny thing is, I don't even know if the gig would have affected me so much it was a daytime one because I do these gigs where people bring their babies along and I do um, older material about you know, my like postnatal experiences and stuff. So I'm usually really comfortable at these gigs and it had sold really well. So it was a big audience. So maybe I had false confidence, like I won't even have to try. And sometimes that's when it catches you off guard. But to be honest, I had started the morning feeling really shaky. And it was one of those things like, I still don't understand why this bothered me, but, um, it's a funny story. My daughter came home with this worksheet in her bag. And it was a two-sided worksheet about counting money and knowing how much change you have if you buy a certain number of items and add those up and then subtract them from the number of money you have. Now, she's five. Mm -hmm. And there was no explanation about this. It wasn't like, here's the technique we're using in school practice at home. So I just panicked and went into like, oh my God, we have to turn this in. We have to hand this in. So I like sat her down and she loved it. Like she was having fun, but I'm like, God, this seems kind of advanced. And why didn't they tell us? And so I started beating myself up. Like you're not tuned in enough with your daughter. You don't even know what she's working on in school. So we got through one side of the page, but I'm like, we're going to have to just take an extra day before we turn this in. So, so yesterday morning I go up (laughs) to her teacher and she's all sad at goodbye. She's like, I don't want to go. I'm like, you got to go in. I got to talk to your teacher. And I was like, Hey, listen, I'm really sorry, but we haven't turned in our homework for today because we only got through one side and the teacher looked so confused and she said homework I said yeah the the math's homework you know about counting change and then her face changed and she just looked so sorry for me she looked she looked at me in the way that I worry the whole world is looking at me like, oh, bless you. You are crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, what, what? And she goes, oh, Taylor, that was just scrap paper. You know, <gasps> we just sent. She's like, we just recycle paper from other classes. She said, usually the kids sense. have drawn on it. So it ends up in the kids bag. And I was like, oh, 
well, we did pretty well on the one side. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's a really funny story, right? Like, and it's so me. It's like, oh, my gosh, we have homework. Let's do I it. I totally believe that the school would give you completely inappropriate homework because exactly, Yeah, exactly. And they give you any instructions about maths. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. But I realize but as yeah, I'm telling so you it... Get, she's got year five homework. She's in year one. <laughs> yeah, totally. And she did pretty did well. I don't want to brag, but she did pretty well. And I think she just went with it. She's like, yeah, we have a system. We have a dot system. And she started counting dots. So, like, very clever child. But I realize as I'm telling the story, it made me feel really small and really stupid. Because I just feel like I'm this clueless parent and everybody else knows what they're doing and I hate the feeling of the playground and it just made me feel oh. like an idiot. And then I went to this gig and it was just a room full of people looking at me like, what an yeah. idiot, what an idiot. And the more I thought that, the worse I did. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, and they were, I think they were a tough crowd anyway. And then the second half, I like pulled my shit together and it was better, you know, it was fine. But I really had a reaction to it. So the hardest one of these tasks I did was last night before so I went to bed because I was just holding. I tried to, and it did it did help. And I came back to the emotional stuff, and I just said, "It's one day, and you're good enough. And actually, you're not." I had to. This makes me really embarrassed. I have to say this out loud. I was like, "You are not a weirdo." <laughs> You're not a weirdo. Sometimes you have to tell yourself lies. But I don't believe it. Like, I'm saying that now, and no, I totally am a weirdo. So the better thing to say is, like, you're a delightful weirdo, and just own um, it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize how... That was quite emotional, not a shit yeah. story. Shit. I don't think... I think... I think... I think... What you think, think I'm a weirdo? No, I don't think you're a weirdo at all, and I thought it's interesting that you... That homework story made you feel so small because I'm sure she it wasn't her intention to make you feel like that and it was she must have been embarrassed that you've and felt not that you're an idiot but like oh god what a balls up I'm sorry that you had to go through that stressful situation. Right. Well, and you know these exchanges with teachers. Yeah. You get like 10 seconds yeah, to have an exchange. Like, God, I hate it. And I still it. have I hate this it. kind of feeling like I'm a child when I speak to a teacher. Yes. Oh, it's awful. So I like need a therapist there with me when I yeah. do drop off. Is there you a need service? Big mo- a mommy that's twice as big as you holding your hand. Is, yeah. there, is there a service available? Freudian slip. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm telling myself, you're doing great, you're, all your hard work is paying off, and I do feel like abundance is beginning to come my way. Like I'm, Even though I'm spending a lot of time um, trying to create work, mm-hmm. work is also coming to me effortlessly, and money is coming. You know, not huge, but it's, it's good. There's a sort of feeling like maybe everything that I've understood about myself and the universe isn't really quite correct and there may be have to be complete reshuffle you're quitting the podcast aren't you yeah (laughs) this is amazing stuff um well we always knew that i i just also just feel like i just want to be held and i think i might be returning to a fetal state so could the next task possibly be rebirthing Okay. So look into that. Again, I think that is a service that's available. Adapt, adopt, or drop. Um, I'm going to continue. You have to. And see 
what happens. You're like shifting your whole universe. I fear I may never do this again. Well, never mind. (laughs) Who's it good for? I think to the point about the science stuff and you got to choose your affirmations wisely. And it's not good for vampires. Just because the mirror. I can't look in the mirror at all. That's what I mean. No wonder they're so bloodthirsty. (laughs) Um, They're after the poison blood in the face. But yeah, I think it's definitely worth a shot. It could be that it took me to a place that was too it was too much. So I think it's awesome that it's like taking you on a journey. Well, it is taking me to a place that's too much as well. Mm. And I'm so vulnerable. What would Phil Collins do? <laughs> Take a look at me now. <laughs> Final thoughts? Terrifying. Damn. Fucking absolutely terrifying. And I think I'm probably going to have a Buddhist name next time you hear from me. This could be my last ever appearance in this world. Oh my goodness. Can people write in with a potential Buddhist name for you? They can, but we don't check the email. (laughs) I do. I have it up on my screen. Thanks, guys. Bye. We're starting with the woman in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Bye. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast, then keep listening. And don't forget to self-renovate.